What you think? What you think? You ready? Yo, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might include that before the <laughs> intro music. Oh, it's recording. Welcome <laughs> 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 my whole my best comedy bit of the night, and I blew it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my lungs hurt. <laughs> Just coming on here to do a podcast, you know. <laughs> That's terrible. I know. <laughs> uh, oh fuck. <laughs> we got Sly Stone in the house. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Two Idiots Podcast. Uh <laughs> excuse our breathlessness. We uh we just had a bit of a giggle fit, so uh, yeah, welcome. I'm Reg. I'm Randy. And as you know already, or if you don't, this is the show where Randy and I talk about uh, whatever. Just kind of uh, whatever floats our boat. Hmm, so welcome. Yeah. This is lucky number 13, I think, if I'm counting right. I think so. Yeah, so we are in the 13th episode. Um, if you're just joining us, like I said, welcome. If you've heard us before, then you get it. <laughs> you know, you know what's coming. We're sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So, how's life, Randy? <sighs> life is good. Yeah. Hectic, you know. Start <laughs> starting with such a big sigh. <laughs> <sighs> it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced. Uh, no, it's good. Um, <laughs> just busy. You know, trying yeah. to get the lawn ready. It's spring. Spring yeah. is upon us. So it is. Well, still a little bit chilly, but. Whatever. Yeah, it's that best time of year where it's like jacket in the morning. By two p.m., you're in a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah, and then back into a jacket overnight. Yeah, Manitoba. It's the bomb. I love it. Um, I guess what are you like? Two months out from baby time? Pretty much. Yeah. It's, oh uh, shit! It's going quick. I'm excited. Yeah. Very excited. Nervous? Not so much nervous. No. A little nervous. <laughs> but like more excited. Yeah. I'm uh, really looking forward to it. Good. I think it's gonna be a good time. All the power to you. Yeah, buddy. Come on, join the fun. That's okay. <laughs> I'll pass. Come um, on. As you can see, my toenails are still painted from my niece last weekend. Oh, excellent. That's about as close to having kids as I'll get. There you go. <laughs> you like that? It's, it's pretty. That's good. Looks good. Yeah, she's very skillful. Better than 90% of the work I've seen around here. <laughs> yeah. Especially cats. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I love you. He said um, it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like like I was thinking as it happened, you may think you're tough, but if your six-year-old niece asks you to uh, paint your toenails, you let her. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, that's the rule. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It must be done. <clears throat> yeah. So, let's uh, let's maybe, let's maybe we, put something in this episode. Doing, what, do you think? what are we talking about? Uh, I did a little, a little Googling to see what uh, happened today. You know, on this day in history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shockingly, I don't know if shockingly, it's not really a shock, but uh, <laughs> on this day in 1987, uh, the Canadian Mint, I guess, 
announced the first Canadian loony. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it was so recent. Yeah, I probably would have thought they'd be around longer too. Yeah, until three years before we were born, it was paper money, paper dollars. True, like America. Yeah, my dad used to have a jar. In the old red car we used to have in the yard there? Yeah. He had a jar of all kinds of old money in there. It had all, like, the nickels with the rabbits on them and the what? one and $2 bills. Yeah. There's I think for we sure, had yeah. both. See, so, yeah, he had a whole bunch of old money like that. The uh. old fivers from, like, way the hell back when. Huh. Yeah, my parents used to have them in photo albums when... Do people still have photo albums? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but in the back of our family albums, she would, mm-hmm. they, they would have had, uh, yeah, like, old 20s. No, 20s? I don't know, they probably spent those, but yeah. <laughs> old $2 and $1 bills and whatever. Yeah. And, I don't know. It's kind of neat. I kind of um, hope that, like, what the hell did you call it? Photo albums? <laughs> I almost said photo books. <laughs> That's so far away from there. Like, I, I hope that people aren't getting away from photo albums because yeah. I think they're a really good thing to have. I agree. Um, I've been a little bit worried lately. Even, yeah, I don't know, just like how fragile most of our information is mm-hmm. um, and... You know, maybe it's overblown, but like, if you know, if everything goes squirrely and you know, there's an EMP blast or some sort of like sun flare or something, and and all of our memories are obliterated, yeah. our digital ones, it's like we don't exist. <laughs> you know, yeah, pretty Every, much everything's I mean, being digitized, like um, even go- government documents, um, taxes, everything. Like, yeah, everything you own is basically on a computer, which super handy now oh definitely like, you know what what are we leaving behind like you ever think about that's true like we've got all these advancements in science and health and medicine and it's all in digital files yeah exactly now if the paperwork goes away yeah what what happens yeah. i mean there obviously is still paper so it's not as though we'll just be wiped from yeah. the face of the planet but um like you ever think about what <laughs> in a thousand years say humans disappeared what it'll look like you know like all our buildings will have crumbled, but say, an, you know, another civilization arises and they're like trying to figure out what these goofy homos, homos, <laughs> I almost said homie sapiens, <laughs> homo sapiens um, were up to, right? It, it'll basically just be concrete and like phones that don't work. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We're, we're missing everything from when the first iPhone came around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened in 2007? Wow. It's just they just disappear from the from the fossil record. <laughs> Gone, man. Snapped out of existence. Yeah. Whoa. In the the age of Endgame. Um <clears throat> but anyways, yeah, the reason I brought up the coin, it's kind of neat that uh on this day May 8th, um you know, our first loony was announced, but I don't know if you heard recently the new loony that uh, that the mint's releasing, Mm-mm. the gay loony, quote unquote, the gay loony. Yeah, it's being referred to as that. Um, Why is there a flag on it? No, but 2019 is the 50th anniversary of um, our great leader um, Justin Trudeau's dad um, decriminalizing many like homosexual oh, acts okay. and stuff in 1969. So the Royal Canadian Mint is re- releasing. What many people are dubbing uh, a quote-unquote gay loony. Mm. Um, it's kind of meant as, you know, marking the progress of the LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, before, yeah, it's, I mean, I've, I know people personally that are completely opposed to it. Again, I don't care. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's great. I think it's fine. 
Um, this is honestly the first I'm hearing of it. I haven't. Yeah, April 23rd it was announced, so oh, okay. we're a bit behind, but that's what it looks like. I personally think it's ugly, but yeah, yeah it's not a like a pretty dollar. No, but the message is fine. Like as far as I'm concerned, it's uh, fine. No, but... I agree. It's just like it's got kind of like an abstract art feel to it. Yeah, I think it was um, designed by yeah Vancouver artist Joe Average. Okay, fake name. I don't know real name. Cool. I don't know. <laughs> um, but apparently, three million of these will be uh, put into circulation uh, shortly. Um, but basically to describe it, it's sort of like in the middle of a circle, like for those of you that haven't seen it, Google it, but in the middle of a circle, it's two faces, vaguely, I don't know, male or just they're human and they're sort of like intermingled with their lips kind of touching, um, with what would be implied kind of a rainbow. It's it's shaped as one face, but like it's two down the middle. Exactly. And then it, uh. Supposedly, yeah, and then it says equality on either side in English and French, and um, I think it's objectively ugly, but the message behind it, I can, I can support. Um, the yeah, I guess I see just see a lot of people. I don't know if a lot of people, but uh, there's one of those change dot org. Um, um, what's that called? Poll, not polls. Petitions. Oh, petitions, <clears throat> yes. going around Facebook, um, kind of people trying to. Vote it, vote it no, um, even though it's not up for vote. So whatever, <laughs> but uh, but people are against it because it's it basically people are claiming that it politicizes the loony or oh politicizes God. our money for the gay agenda. But money is inherently political. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. It's got the queen on it, and it's it's political. It's it's a political device. It yeah. seems kind of silly for that to be um, their point, but they kind of just think that. It helps normalize homosexuality, which which some is, people are against. Something wrong with that? Well, like, depends on who you ask. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't know. I just I don't think it's worth getting your panties in a bunch of boat. But I thought I would mention it. It's just uh, kind of good timing. I just I don't see why shit like this is a big deal anymore. No, I like, agree, and I don't know if it is. I uh, yeah. I don't. I have no idea how much traction that that petition got. Um, but it got some. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in in the more rural conservative areas where honestly the amount of time that I spend even looking at the loonies I get yeah like I don't even pay attention to them I don't I don't <laughs> no. I probably can't even tell you what's on a loony no and outside then, of you know the loon but. yeah <laughs> and then but like occasionally you'll look at a coin you're like oh that's cool yeah <laughs> but if I see like 1965 on it or something yeah like, that's cool yeah exactly or like the really old like dimes and whatever else yeah it's, yeah I mean I'm no coin collector but. I couldn't care less what it's actually. I always there. imagine that like I'll find this penny from like 1952 and it'll be worth a thousand dollars or something. I had, I think it was a dime from 19. What year is it? 30 something. I don't know. And I Googled it and according to the website that I read. So whether it's reputable or not, I don't know. Um, but apparently this dime was worth like a dollar five or something like that. Huh. I put it in my pocket. I was going to keep it. Next time I looked for it, it was gone. <laughs> I remember my dad had a bunch of like 50 cent pieces. Oh, that's cool. I think we had those for a while. We probably too. did. Yeah. I mean, we probably had very similar to everywhere else, yeah. right? Like, um, I wonder how, like, how if people, if we would consider switching all the bills, kind of like the states, like how people would react to that. 
If what if what do you mean switch? Like oh, if, the if you took the loonie and the toonie and made them all uh, a two dollar bill. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm trying to think how I would feel about it. <laughs> like I might prefer it actually. It's kind of more compact. You can kind of put it with all your other bills. You have all your money in one place. Yeah. And uh, eh, it could be better. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, you feel rich when you go to the states. It's like That's you go true. go into a store and you're like, "Yeah, I'll get that, whatever." And you grab out this yeah. wad of cash and it's like thirteen dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see guys at like the strip clubs and the TV shows and they got a yeah. fat stack. It's like thirty dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and here you're like, "Shit, man, it's a five. Like, I can't just throw this around." They got a good deal there though. Like in Canada, you basically got to get five dollar bills. You can give loonies and toonies, I guess, but. I find that I feel like it feels weird. Yeah, it is. It's like it's like you're know. putting your change and like you know <laughs> the people sit at the lights. It's like you're kind of like you know, give them like a loony or a toony. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it would feel like to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd, I don't know. It's weird. Um, but I guess that's uh, for those of you that don't know. Canada has a gay loony. If you don't like it. Um, let me know. I'll give you my address. You can mail me all the loonies that you don't like. That's <laughs> that's totally fine. I'll happily spend them for you or, or put them in my bank. I don't mind. Um, me either. I'll take that bullet for you, listeners. I'm sure Randy would as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Help fund the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll <laughs> yeah, we'll fund solely on gay loonies. That's <laughs> yeah. Happy to do it. <laughs> Progressive man. <laughs> yep. Um, also on this day, the very first, um, oh, that's getting glitchy. Um, the very first Coca-Cola sells in Atlanta in 1886. Oh, really? Yeah. 1886? Yeah. Hmm. Made with real cocaine. Even, even now, apparently the company that supplies the, what is it? The Coca leaf to Coca-Cola now, um, is also the company that supplies like medicinal cocaine. So they're still like sort of in the coke business. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, like I think there's I don't know. I don't know if there's actually like trace amounts of coke in no, the No, just back in the day are like, well, we know what we do well. We just can't put them together now. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, back in the day you would like just get opium and heroin and whatever yeah. else just, you know, for a toothache or something. And <laughs> so. being a doctor in those times must be awesome, eh? And apparently the guy that invented or like before there were stethoscopes Doctors would have to like they put their ear right onto your chest to hear your heart. Yeah. So imagine how uncomfortable uncomfortable that was for women. Yeah, <laughs> true enough. So, <laughs> you know, I bet all the the guy that invented the stethoscope was uh, probably not very popular with his <laughs> with his crummy <laughs> compatriots. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> I like you, son of a bitch. Yeah, we had a good thing going here. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, I know it's awful. Bad jokes. Um. But yeah, apparently until, what was it, 1950, no, late 40s, early 50s, um, Coca-Cola, they were, like, bottles of Coke were only five cents for 70 years. Holy shit. It went through both world wars, <laughs> and I think partway into, I don't know, the Korean War and stuff, and they they managed to not raise prices at all. That's crazy. Yeah, one nickel for, uh, for Coke. I wish. I mean, they kind of screwed themselves. Apparently, they had kind of um, drowned the country in marketing, um, claiming that it's five cents uh, because they, I don't know, they could somehow, they I think, no, they had a deal with their uh, syrup supplier. So then they kind of 
couldn't charge more. Cause, oh, okay. So they were kind of stuck. So then even when they wanted to charge more, they couldn't because <laughs> they were kind of stuck. So apparently they asked the the American or the yeah the American government to make a um, a point seven five coin or a seven point five coin. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So that they could then just change their sign and the coin will just exist. Because I guess back then. Um, uh, vending machines didn't give change. So oh, okay. You either gave five cents, ten cents, so whatever. Um, but no luck. Mm. I mean, that's kind of useless. But um, they almost had a, you know, seven and a half cent coin. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Yeah, could have. Man, seven years <clears throat> you never change. Think of all that profit they they gained or they lost out on. Like, yeah, I mean, I think probably gained because yeah. globally, I, and even they. They were opening plants, like bottling plants, in all the countries that the U.S. had, like, military presence. Yeah. So that they would have coke. So they're, like, all over the world, thanks Weird. to the American military. That's so strange. It's, like, very American. Is that how McDonald's <laughs> took over, too? <laughs> Probably. <clears throat> Our boys in blue gotta have their burgers. Yeah, buddy. Nom, nom, nom. Um, <clears throat> I guess. Yeah, one other thing I want to talk about. Uh, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah, everybody loves them. Uh, how do you think they died, Randy? What's the, what's the prevailing theory you remember? Conventional knowledge is that a meteor hit the Earth. Yeah. Or depending on what side of the coin you're on, they just didn't exist. <laughs> They've been sent there by the <laughs> devil to test us. <laughs> but yeah, a meteor hitting the Earth. Okay, yeah, that's what I always thought too. Causing nuclear winter. Exactly. Yeah, that was kind of the prevailing theory. Apparently, there's a new theory. I listen. I heard this on Radio Labs, one of their most recent podcasts. <clears throat> Basically, the theory is that though the same the meteor uh, story still applies, but instead of nuclear winter, apparently it came in like the meteor struck, and it hit so hard, and it, and it broke the uh, was it the water or the parts of the land, kind of like disintegrated because it was so hot it made bits yeah. of glass that oh, shot really? into space uh, many of them and a lot of them burnt up in the atmosphere but they shot up kind of like when you drop um, a rock in the water yeah. that geyser or whatever or that spout of water so it hit it shot the like these glass particles like whatever trillions of them up into the, up into space yeah. <clears throat> and then when they, they the ones that remained within Earth's gravity they started coming back and apparently, like, 90% of those burnt up in the atmosphere. Did they get killed by fucking glass rain? <laughs> sort of. But they, <laughs> So the glass came down, but because it was burnt up in the atmosphere, apparently the sky would have turned red, um, and it started to superheat the planet, like, because of the glass orbs. Like, it's still really? kind of the same theory, but it's sort of, like, more evolved of it. Uh-huh. And, um, and some of them did come down, and they can actually still find them in the Earth and stuff. Um, but apparently it superheated like the earth to 1200 degrees in what? like two hours. So they're thinking one of the, one of the current theories, I don't know if it's been proven or, yeah. or, you know, pursued about. far enough, but, uh, is that in the neighborhood of like 15 minutes to two hours, everything just died because huh. they got too hot. Interesting. Yeah. Cause all these glass particles came down, whatever didn't make it through the atmosphere just burnt up and made like a heat trap. And then because of the heat, it just, like, cooked the earth. Hmm. <laughs> right? Interesting. And apparently, there's a place in, I believe it's North Dakota, that archaeologists have found in the in the layer 
of that time in in the what a firmament like in the ground. Yeah. Um, they apparently they've actually found uh, legit particle like uh, these glass yeah. shards that really show the thing that there's been a couple that are caught in amber, which is yeah, kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. And then yeah, kind of other ones that are still intact. Like most of most of the other ones wouldn't have survived; they would have deteriorated yeah. into whatever, um, uh, just like carbon and whatever it's made out of. Um, but they have like they have these glass beads pretty much and that they, like they've dated them carbon dating they're still or whatever. i think they're still taking them out but like these things contain like particles and i don't know if perhaps oxygen from like when the dinosaurs yeah. died <laughs> think that, about that that'd like, be crazy especially the ones in amber because there's they're not deteriorated at all yeah they never protected them so like if you can pop that open like that's yeah, you're going to unleash some kind of disease yeah, from 32 million years ago. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Yeah, some sort of Pandora's box and we're all dead. Uh, but it's still fucking cool. <laughs> That's pretty badass, not going to lie. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, it's way way less cool to think that, yeah, it came down. It was like a volcano and, you know, nuclear winter got cold. They all yeah. died. Blah. That's whatever. That's fine. But it's sort of like that, but just superheated instead. That's crazy. Right. Never, yeah, you never would have thought about something yeah. like that. Like slingshots it up, rips them right down, lights them on fire, they all die. <laughs> Wicked. Right? Yeah. Have you, um, did you listen to Graham Hancock on Joe Rogan? Yeah. Uh, some of that stuff's really interesting about the, the civilizations being yeah. much older than we've anticipated. And there's like missing ones and, and they had technologies and, and buildings and designs that. Yeah, they had like we, drill presses and yeah. all kinds of stuff. And and, like and, yeah. 20,000 years ago. Way older than most archaeologists are willing to admit. Yeah, I find... Uh, I, yeah, it's interesting the way he talks about like the paleontology community. And yeah. And even kinda, just kind of most scientists as a whole, they get a little bit... Um, it's kind of clicky. Yeah, very dogmatic and ideological. And yeah. Kind of, this is my camp and whatever you say is bullshit. You know? Pretty much, <laughs> Like, yeah. well, show me your degrees. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of a bummer. Uh, oh. I do... I am meaning to read his books. I haven't... I have, They're all in my Amazon... Um, wish list yeah i haven't actually read any of them yet yeah i just actually popped them into mine as well because i really want to dig into them well if we'll we'll lend them to each other friend (laughs) absolutely um but yeah so go listen to graham hancock he's a fascinating fellow he is yeah i think he's been on rogan three times now i think so something like that actually that graham hancock well, and you are why I'm into podcasts at all. Yeah. Because of the very first one, 2014, um, you were like, man, I think you'd like this guy. You should check him out. Yeah. And so I started listening to Graham Hancock on Rogan. Hooked. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've been listening to Rogan ever since and, you know, hundreds of other podcasts yeah. since. But um, so thank you, sir. Oh, and, I feel so special. And you and Graham Hancock and I guess Joe Rogan are uh, the genesis of my podcast addiction oh boy whether that's good or bad i don't know <laughs> so, that was your first dealer man yep yeah got me hooked right <laughs> into the veins um it's that quality shit <laughs> yep pure <laughs> uncut um yeah let's uh let's move right along we well randy pointed out the other day that uh, well, a list of Marvel movie rankings, because we're going to talk about Marvel again. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, what is that, three, four episodes in a row now? I like? think so. So, <laughs> I apologize, but we love this shit. I'm yeah, sorry. it's pretty dope. 
Um, according, this is uh, Polygon.com. They uh, they listed the 22 Marvel movies of the MCU Infinity Saga. Uh, yeah, they ranked them from best to worst. Uh, so we were reading through it, and we kind of disagreed with yeah. <laughs> quite a lot of it. It was a total clickbait title, and I was like, okay, yeah. whatever, I'm going to go into this, right? And, and it's purely subjective, and whoever wrote it can have their own... Yeah, it's everyone's opinion, right? Like, yeah. like you know. Um, but, yeah, we'll go through the list, and then we'll quickly, our yeah. reactions. Exactly. We'll, we'll kind of blaze through it, and then we each did our own, um, so we'll kind of compare those after. Yeah, we'll be revealing our own lists after. Exactly, right. So, at number 22... Um, Polygon, whoever wrote this, says Iron Man 2 is uh, the worst movie of the MCU. Yeah. I disagree. Uh, I disagree as well. It's not good. Um, released in 2010 during, I think it was a writer's strike, so yeah. Iron Man 2 is objectively poor. Yeah. But it's still fun. Like, one of my favorite moments in the entire MCU is on the F1 track when, um, what's his name? The guy with the wires? Whiplash. Yeah, when yeah. Whiplash shows up. Tony you takes killed his- my board. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, he shows up and Tony takes his little suitcase suit, yeah. puts it down, pulls it, and then... Yeah, and that's gets- one of his, his coolest uh, getting into the suit scenes that I he think has. I actually prefer that over the nano suit. I don't mind the nano suit because he yeah. has like way more abilities. With oh, it. yeah. The suit itself is better, yeah. but like just watching it kind of go on, yeah. it's like kind of less cool. Like, by the time, you know, it comes around in Iron Man 3 and he's got it all just on his wrist, he's yeah. catching them one at a time. Like, that's cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Or when um, he's falling and the suit, like, comes around him. Yeah. And catches him. That's that's pretty dope. I, I, but I kind of like when when the suit is more separate from him, you know? Yeah. Because like, the nano thing is sort of, like, always on him. Right. Whereas the other one have to come to him. I don't know why. It just seems more... It's cooler to watch. Yeah, it almost seems like he has... Like, like, it, it almost has like a life of its own. Yeah, kind of does. It's like his little sidekick. Exactly. Uh, so moving on. We'll don't <laughs> spend two hours on this, but... So 22 <laughs> is Iron Man 2. Uh, 21, The Incredible Hulk. Edward Norton's um, Hulkamania. Much forgotten Hulk. Yeah, I remember watching that when it came out. It came out in 2008. Uh, I did not like it. Um, I didn't like it either, but I I did like uh, Norton's banner. I didn't mind it. I I mean, I probably haven't watched it since 2008, so I just remember not liking it. So uh, it's it deserves to be pretty low yeah, on the not list. Not much but, more needs to be said about it. Yeah, it's kind of questionable. Number 20 is Thor, the original in 2011. Um, seems good there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, know, I it's, agree. It's kind of an okay movie. It, kind of Marvel is finding their feet a little bit. Um, early on in the universe, but it's fine. Yeah, a little too serious, I think. For and I don't remember it being serious, but I don't know. It just it didn't grab me like yeah. Iron Man or Captain America did. No, that's true. I should probably rewatch that. I think it did have some funny parts, but uh, I might not have been ready for it. <laughs> the only part I ever remember is when he throws the beer down. And he goes, "That was good." Another, yeah, <laughs> or when he like hangs the hammer on the coat yeah. rack or something as he walks in. Um, so small things. So, uh, so number 20 is Thor number 19. And this one, uh, is a bit of a controversial one. Number 19 is Avengers infinity war. Uh, yeah. What do you think of that? No, I got like, I, I physically felt myself get angry (laughs) reading that. Um, like, I don't know the, the, the things they give like the, not the excuses, but the, Description they give is like it leaves 
um, all your characters don't get a complete story arc. Like it's sort of left, it's left on a cliffhanger, which I don't think is a bad thing. Well, but it was, everybody knew that. Right, exactly. (laughs) And that's my biggest gripe is they say that's why, but we, everyone who went to see this movie fully knew it was the first of a second part. Yeah, exactly. Um, And that, that snap scene is still like one of the best things I've seen in a long time because I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't yeah. know who that people were going to disappear from that. Like, I didn't know who. It was, it's great. Yeah. Like, that's, even as a cliffhanger, standalone, it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fantastic. And you have to look at it as that's not the Avengers movie. That yeah. whole movie is Thanos' story and his arc. Yeah. Sort of like what Thor was to Thor, right? Right. To introduce him. Right. Like, like Thanos comes full circle. We find out what he yeah. wants in the beginning. He goes and gets it, and he wins. Yeah, exactly. Like, his story is complete. Yeah, the Avengers are just there. Um, but even if that's not true, it's still good. <laughs> it's not worth being so it's, low on yeah, the list. Yeah, it's an objectively good movie. I don't see how yeah. you can be bored watching it. Because they, they compare it to the likes of, like, Deathly Hollows and Harry Potter and the Last Twilights and the Hunger Games, where they, they take the final one and split it. Um, yeah. Whereas that's them taking a book, ripping it in half or two or three um, for money to yeah. drag out the story. Whereas this, it was totally designed to be a two-part yeah. movie. Absolutely. Like, uh, anyways, we'll continue on. So that doesn't make sense. 19 Avengers Infinity War. Uh, and if you disagree, listeners, to any of these, feel free. Hit yeah. us up. We'll, we're us happy know. to argue. Give us your own list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 18, Thor, The Dark World. The Dark World. Um, yeah, I literally don't remember this movie very much. <laughs> Though, if you've seen Endgame, they really want to make sure that you're going to go back and watch yeah. this movie. I I think, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I have yet to rewatch it, but, um, <laughs> it's, it's... Cause they don't give a shit that we didn't like it. They're no. going to make us go watch it. Yeah, exactly. It's smart, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, number 18 is Thor The Dark World. It's fine where it is, I Moving guess. Moving on. Number 17, Doctor Strange. Um, I think felt that was kind of low. I think so, too. It's a good flick. I liked it. it. I didn't watch it when it came out. It, it's like a year later I watched it. That was about the same, yeah. But uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I think anyone who didn't know who the character was got a pretty good origin story. And yeah. I think Benedict Cumberbatch plays it well. Yeah, I agree. I love him. Um... Yeah, I don't know if you want to do the next couple. Yeah, uh, sixteen. We had Avengers: Age of Ultron. Um, I remember, I wasn't as hyped up for this one as I was for the first Avengers. Me neither. When it was coming out, um, I do like James Spader as the voice of Ultron. I think he does a good job. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but like, yeah, it just it suffered from what a lot of Marvel suffered from in the films leading up to that is. It was just another generic bad guy with an army for them to defeat. Yeah. Um, mm. They were kind of in a rut that way at this point in the phases be phase two. It's true. So again, it just, yeah. to me, it just felt, I don't know, kind of forgettable. Like it, it didn't, maybe the stakes didn't feel as high. Yeah. Um, some cool moments. Yeah. But it gave us Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Yeah, so. that's true. And it kind of foreshadowed Endgame. So. Right. A little bit. And it gave us vision, didn't it? <laughs> Well, and and vision, yeah. and it you know kicked off the whole civil war era with yeah. the Scovia Accords. Exactly. So it's important, but eh, it's, yeah, it's fine. As a movie, it's not the most entertaining. Yeah. 
Uh, number 15, we have Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Have you seen this one yet? I have, yeah. yeah. I, I actually liked it better than the first one. I I preferred the first one, as we'll see in their list later. Yeah. Um, The second one I thought was good, but just kind of a rekindling of the first. Like, it's just sort of the same stuff as yeah. the first one, which you can't really get away from in the sequel. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy Yondu's whole story through yeah. it. He was my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah. Um, He might have been your father boy, but I'm your daddy or (laughs) something like that. I'm Mary Poppins, (laughs) y'all. Because when he goes like crazy with his little whistle arrow thing, he's just killing motherfuckers. Um, Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. I just, I preferred the first one. It's fair. I think I was in the minority when the first one came out. I just, it didn't uh, do anything for me at the time. I've since watched it again and I I do enjoy it. But when it first came out, I was like, it's fine. It just didn't. I don't know. Yeah. Just felt a little too silly. Really kicked off, I think, bringing a lot of the humor into the, yeah, the universe. Um, 14, we have Ant-Man. Yeah, it's sort of right in the middle. It's good. I like Ant-Man. Yeah, I enjoyed Ant-Man. It's actually, well, it's in this area. Yeah. Um, Likewise, actually. Yeah. No, it was good. Um, it was a little different where it added a little more comedy. But it was also felt kind of like a, a small heist film. Yeah, it did. As opposed to, you know, the big epics that a lot of these Marvel movies tend to be. Yep. And Paul Rudd is delightful. He's the man. Uh, it's moving right along. 13, Captain America Civil War. Civil War. I might I might have to get into this when we do it on my list. But, um, again, really good. Uh, sort of preparing us to start seeing... Uh, all these people on screen at one time. Exactly. It was sort of like the precursor to, okay, like the big shit's coming, just wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Good flick, though. I like the the Tony versus Cap, the whole struggle they have against each other, because I enjoyed that storyline in the comic books and Likewise. stuff. Likewise. Yeah, I love... I've only read the the main arc of Civil War, not like all the branching off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, introducing Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, which I love Tom Holland. Yeah, I sort of kicked episode. off the Sony Marvel partnership. Exactly. And I always thought it was kind of interesting that Iron Man ended up on the government side and Captain America was the rogue. You know? Right. Uh, because early on, Tony was very anti-government. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of their their yeah. character arcs. Are but it, it, a lot of that was you know based off his guilt from what happened in Sokovia and oh, all that sure. kind of stuff. And, yeah. And good to show. realizing that you know they need the protection up top now. Like, it's, yeah. it's coming from out there. It's not coming from here. Exactly. Number 12, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, yeah, I liked it. Uh, I think I had it higher than Ant-Man as well. Um, I did as well. Yep, sure did. It's a great movie. Uh, maybe great's a bit much, but it's it's a fun movie. Again, Paul Rudd's humor is great. Um, his chemistry with Michael Douglas, is that his name? Yes. Yeah. Him and Michael Douglas are good. Um, the villain is isn't is interesting. Like I didn't kind of think of it like that. Like, or if I'm I'm thinking of that chick that can kind of like yeah, she can morph through walls. And yeah, stuff. and it's like killing her. It's kind, it's kind yeah. of cool. It, yeah, it was a neat little story arc. Um, that like it, I heard go and it, this is another one too. It came out and I didn't watch it until pretty much yeah. absolutely had to because Endgame was coming out. <laughs> Me too. <I> pretty much. <laughs> um. But I liked it. Like, uh, it was getting shit on by a lot of people that I knew yeah. that didn't really like it. Um, but like I had a hell of a time and I thought, it, yeah. I thought it was better than the first one as well. Yeah. I guess their expectations were more like 
big Marvel-y. And, that, you know, that could be. Because even, even in their description, they have perhaps the least superheroic superheroic yeah. of the MCU. So, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was cool. I, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's a good movie to just sit down and watch. Cause you just want to have some fun for an hour and a half. Yeah, I agree. Number 11, Captain Marvel, uh, the most recent before, um, end game with uh, Brie Larson as, as, uh, Mrs. Superman. <laughs> yeah. Um, where did I put it? Mm, not that high. No, not that high. I'm close. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. Like, I, I liked it. Um, I'm not a big Brie Larson fan. Yeah. Like, she's a good actress and all. She just doesn't really do it for me. Yeah, I feel like her delivery was too dry. And I, I don't know if that's what she was going for or that's just how she acts. I don't know. Um, but I just felt like her kind of, like, sarcasm in the movie could have been delivered differently. Yeah. It kind of felt a little bit flat to me with her. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. And I think it's... Because the, um, oh my god, the hell are they called? The, um, the, the Krulls? No, the, the Skrulls. No, um, the people she the fights Kree? with. The Kree, yes. Yeah. Like, they very much, like, instill a no emotion yeah, I guess. thing in her, right? So I think she's trying to play that, like, emotionless, straight to the point. But when she's, I guess, but even when she's fighting with Jude Law early on, um... She's kind of more humorous than when yeah. she gets to Earth. Suddenly, she's like, you know, very sarcastic and so. I think it's also of like she doesn't really understand how it works around that could be. Earth, right? Yeah, and like I said, that maybe that's how she decided to play the character, and that's up to her, and that's fine. It's just the movie's yeah. fun. okay. Like it was a fun superhero movie. I again, I didn't hate it. Um, didn't particularly love it. Yeah, it's fine. I thought that her like her best friend in the movie did a good job. Like the black chick? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember her name now, but she did a good job, her and her daughter. Yeah. No, it was a good good movie. I'm glad I watched it. It's, eh, whatever. (laughs) And her chemistry with Samuel L. Jackson isn't the worst. Oh, that's true. They they do play well together. Yeah, I'd give them that. Continuing on. Number 10, Iron Man 3. Yeah, we're in the top 10 now. Uh, I loved Iron Man 3. Um, I did too. The Mandarin is stupid, but... It, wait, before you realize that he's stupid, then it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never see me coming. <laughs> exactly. That's perfect. Um, and again, with the whole, um, the guy spurned there, it goes from, you know, loser to, you know, to, to villain um, and kidnaps Pepper and stuff. And, and then you see all his cool new suits and she gets her own suit mm-hmm. and whatever else. And it's pretty cool. It's a good movie. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, Downey does a good job doing the whole like PTSD. Very like, good. Can't recover yeah. from you know all the shit I've seen. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and it's it contributes to his to his character arc where he's just he's stuck in this podunk town and he's got to yeah. kind of figure out his own mental stuff. So it's, yeah. it's just a more open cave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pretty one, much. Right? <laughs> Tony Stark built this <laughs> <laughs> in a cave with a box of scraps. Um, That's the best line of that whole movie. Pretty much. Yeah, I always watch that movie waiting for that. <laughs> uh, continuing into the top ten, number nine, The Avengers. Ooh, boy. Uh, 2012, the very first installment of, uh, you know, verse collaboration. Uh, it's great. I liked it. I think, uh, where did I put it? I put it a little bit higher than that, but... Yeah. Um, that's a fair spot to put it, I guess, considering where they kind of put some it, of the it, higher ones. It should be in the top ten. If it's yeah, not, absolutely. then you're just lying. Exactly. Because it, like it's the first time we saw 
everybody on screen. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh shit, they finally came together. Yep. Um, it's great. They do a good job of kind of introducing everyone to everyone. Yep. Um, kind of lays the seeds for Civil War eventually, too. Yeah. Uh, the final battle, like the whole last, you know, 45 minutes of that movie is, yeah. is some of the funnest action you'll watch. Yeah, where they basically <laughs> raise New York to the ground. Yeah, and they're work, like they're working together, like yeah. Cap's freaking, you know, Iron Man shooting the shield and Cap's deflecting yep. it. And it's everything you've seen in cartoons and comic books up to this point is finally you're seeing it on the big screen. Exactly. It's great. Moving on. Number eight. Number eight, we have Iron Man. The very first one. The one that started it all. Yeah. The, the one that they weren't sure would work. Like <laughs> they, they kind of released it without even knowing if it'd be big. Well, because at the time, like Iron Man was very much like a B character. If that. In the Marvel Universe. And, <laughs> yeah. and some would even say C. <laughs> they even put all caps that line that I just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I love this movie. I've probably <clears throat> seen it, I don't know, 50 times. Anytime it's on TV, I watch yep. it. It's... And like Kevin Smith says it all the time, like to him, it's a perfect movie. Yeah. Like it's, it's tight, everything, nothing, they don't linger on anything too long. They hit all the beats they got to hit. It was a a hell of a movie and really rejuvenated Robert Downey's career. It's true. My main point of contention with this movie is, and basically my only one, is when he's in the cave and he's working on the quote unquote uh, Jericho missile um, and he's sitting on the table and he's building like his robot leg. And he's testing it, and they can see it on the screen. Yeah. But they're looking at the plans, thinking like, "How does this apply? Yeah. Why would they not just walk in and be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're not building a missile, obviously. Yeah. So that's my only issue. Otherwise, love it. Yeah, they're just assuming he knows what he's doing. I guess. I so. guess. But yeah, he needs that for some. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, number seven, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Ooh, the Winter uh, Soldier. Also, another great movie. I loved the political intrigue of it. Um, That's my favorite part of the movie is it's kind of like a... Again, right? They keep it sort of small. Yeah. Like, it's big in the scale of what happens in this to like keep kicking off more of the events yep. in the Marvel Universe. But it's a very tight, like, suspenseful movie. And it kind of starts showing Captain America as a superhero. He's not just, like, this hulking guy that is strong, you know? Yeah. Like he, He's quick. He's fast. He throws like him. The fights between him and him and Bucky are epic. Yeah, like, yeah, they're fantastic. Uh, whether CG'd and some of them are choreographed very well, and it's 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 great. It's it's a solid movie. Um, again, I I put it pretty yeah. highly. I think Captain Black Widow, like they have really good chemistry as yeah, well. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Um, moving on, number, number six, six, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 2014. Um, the first time, uh, you know, people care about a raccoon on screen. <laughs> True. Um, good movie, though. I enjoyed it. Um, when this came out, it was kind of like a surprise. I don't know where smash yeah. it. Because, again, much like Iron Man, like the Guardians weren't nobody had heard of them. <laughs> big part of the Marvel Universe at this no. point. They had big arcs and stuff. And within the Infinity Stones and everything, like, it all... They play into all that. Yeah. Because um, I believe in the comics that Drax is actually the one that kills Thanos. Because uh, Thanos, like, killed his family or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. I have um, heard that they kind of uh, weaken Gamora and Drax, like, from the comics. Like, Drax the Destroyer is supposed to be just this epic, brutal warrior. Oh, yeah. And then like Gamora insane. is, like, the 
greatest assassin in the whatever. Yeah. Um, in the movies, it doesn't quite come across. Yeah. Like, Drax is just this... Drax, for sure. But Gamora... I think Gamora, you get a better... More of it, yeah. ...rendition, but yeah. Still a little bit, like, less, I guess, powerful than perhaps maybe she was in the comics. But yeah. you can't win them all. Um, I think the soundtrack helped promote this movie. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, it hit the nostalgia vibes that it had to yeah. hit. And it didn't really do much for me when it came out. It's a fun movie. Kind of, you know, popcorn flick as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But yeah. All, many people like it more than I do. Agreed, so. yeah. Again, if you want to sit down and have, you know, an hour and a half of a good yeah. time, then it's yep. a good flick. It's solid. Number five. Thor Ragnarok. I completely disagree with this one. <laughs> I hated Ragnarok. Really? Almost entirely hate. Um, Why? It's just, it was just the whole Hulk talking, making jokes. It was trying, it felt like it was trying too hard to be funny. And I, I, I don't hate all of it. Like the bridge scene when Thor comes fucking just yeah crazy, crazy. Um, parts of it I really liked, but a lot of it I was just like groan in the theater. I'm like, that's so stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. It just felt like they were trying too hard to be funny and I just didn't, it didn't appeal to me. Um, that being said, it's not the worst movie. It's just not, I don't know, it didn't didn't do it for me. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah, like, it's entertaining. Um, yeah. I like it more than I think you do. Yeah. Um, I still think five's high for me. What's uh, that? Particularly for me, number five is high. Oh, it's high for me, too. Yeah. Um, I've got it much further down my list. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought it was good. Um, I think they went so far just because they're like, hey, like, we have to tonally shift Thor because what we've been doing isn't really working. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, he wasn't... I don't think he was catching on with people. Like, his popularity really exploded because of this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, that entrance when, like, when he just... Because that's when he loses his eye. Yeah. Ragnarok, right? So, yeah, when he comes in and he just... His hammer's gone and he just becomes the god of lightning. Yeah. That's dope. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's really cool. Um, But, yeah, it was... uh, it was good. It's lower on my list, but... Yeah. It's fine. I can see why some people hold it in pretty high regard. Yeah. Number four. End game. Um, dun dun. Seems low. Well, actually... Yeah. As long as it's in the top five, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know if we have to rehash end game. We talked no, about we it No, we just not. talked about it. We'll continue on. <laughs> Number three. We have Spider-Man Homecoming. I get. I was a little bit surprised how high they had it. I love Spider Man. Um, it's a great movie. I'm not sure if I would put it top three though. Yeah, I uh, I would agree with that. It is a good flick though. Um, it's yeah. got one of my favorite moments in movies ever when he's being interrogated in the car with uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. And then you know they both kind of slowly realize who each other is. Yeah. Um, well, I think no Spidey knew at this point, but he didn't know who. Yeah. Who Peter Parker was that he was Spider Man and he's kind of interrogating him, then he figures it out. It's so tense and like yeah. anxiety inducing. It's yeah. excellent. And yeah, I think my favorite is when when the what is it the the um the air tram or whatever is splitting. Yeah. And then he has to like go and like seam it together, and it's like ninety five percent successful or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just breaks. I'm like ah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's yeah, good, and you get a good. You know, he's trying to figure out his suit and all these powers that come with it and yep I think he's he's the perfect amalgamation of what Andrew Garfield and 
and Tobey Maguire kind of did right. It's true. Um, because he's like perfectly nerdy in high school. I believe he'd be a nerd in high school. Yeah. And like he's good and quippy as Spider Man. I think he does a good job. Oh yeah, he's the quintessential Spider Man now. Um, number two, uh, the Black Panther. The Black Panther. Um, I get why it's two. I wouldn't have put it two. Uh, it's good. It was you know a cultural phenomenon and and all that. I've since rewatched it after I first watched it because when I first watched it, I would have put it at least that high. Yeah. When I rewatched it. I don't know. It didn't feel like it had the same sort of punch that I first felt when yeah. I first watched it. Uh, I don't know. The stakes didn't feel high enough. I didn't know if I fully agreed with <laughs> with um, T'Challa's... Not wanting to share the technology. Exactly. Yeah. And there was some... I don't know. It just didn't feel, feel quite as full of a movie as, um, as I first thought. But it's good. Yeah. Uh, or great. It's a good movie. And I'm sorry, but it didn't deserve the Academy Award for CG... Or, like, special effects in a movie. What else was out then? Uh, it was up against Aquaman. Have you watched Aquaman? No. Okay. Aquaman is a far more stunning really? movie. Like, I love Black Panther. It's not very high on my list, but it is a good movie. Um, but, like, their final battle with T'Challa and uh, Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Like, like, the VFX could have been much yeah. better. I've it's seen, cool. like, PS4 games that look better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and at some points. Exactly. No, I get that. Hey, I haven't watched Aquaman yet, but uh, that surprises me. It's a fun bit. movie. Yeah. Because he's doing okay things over there. Okay. Well, good luck, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, Black Panther's number two on this list. Uh, leaving number one, numero uno. Now, now this, this is what they said was the top movie in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. The Marvel first Cinematic one. Universe. The first one. Captain America, the first Avenger. <laughs> That's what I think about that. That's uh, it shouldn't be first. Um, I don't even know where I put it, but it's not, not even close to first. Um, <laughs> it's a f- okay movie. I found it very boring at parts. When I was watching in theaters, like I was playing with my 3D glasses just to see. There's just so much slow parts that it. Yeah. Just, I f- I still feel like they were trying to f- flesh out kind of the, I guess the character and kind of whatever else. It just didn't. I don't know. It, it's a fine movie. Average movie as far as I'm concerned. Definitely not number one. Yeah. No, I agree. I like Cap. Like, he's my favorite yeah. character um, in the MCU. I like Tony, too, but I've always been a Cap guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just, like, it's his origin story. It's not the best movie. It's certainly not better than Iron Man. No. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's It's in second for me of the first four solo movies for all the characters like Thor, Iron Man, Cap and Hulk. Uh, uh yeah. 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 But that's by default. <laughs> yeah, no I know. Doesn't so. mean it's good. <laughs> yeah, no I don't I don't agree that this should be in first at all. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of completes uh Polygon's list. We'll quickly blitz through ours so that uh Weird. we kind of talked about them so if yeah. we have any extra notes to add then we'll Yeah, exactly. So Randy, take it away. Let's let's hear your your ranked 22 MCU movies. Oh boy. Okay. My top three are still undecided. Okay. So it's just going to be alive whatever comes out of my mouth. I don't know. Should we go lowest to best or best to worst? No, worst to best. best. Worst to best? Yeah. Yeah, Why would you do best to worst? No, I don't know. Where's the excitement? Exactly. Okay. Build up to it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My 22, Thor The Dark World. 
obviously. Hmm. Um, number 21, I had Incredible Hulk. Okay. 20, I put Thor. 19, I put Iron Man 2. Because I, I kind of, I judge this on sort of their importance to the Marvel Universe. And then just like, which ones can I go back and watch and just enjoy? And like, uh, it's not a labor to me to go back and watch yeah, it. That's fair. Again, these are all like, we're just opining here. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, don't, don't chop us down for our lists. But yeah, or do. Uh, <laughs> number 18, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Okay. And I didn't like it as much as the first one. That's fair. Uh, 17, I had Captain America First Avenger. Not and number one? No, not number one, surprisingly. Hmm. Uh, number 16, I had Age of Ultron. I think it was 15 on this list, so. Yeah. Um, my number 15 was Ant-Man. Because, again, I really enjoyed it. Oh, they had Guardians 2. Okay, 16. Yeah. Plus, we had it in the same spot. <laughs> um, Ant-Man. 15 was Ant-Man. Enjoyed it. It's, it's like my middle of the pack movie. Yeah. Uh, 14, I put Black Panther. Wow. I, that's low. It is low, but I have, like, I'm, I'm, there's a lot of good things going for that movie. Yeah. I just, like, I've watched it back, I think, two or three times since, and I kind of get the same, like, the story doesn't super catch me. No. Um, and Killmonger's douchiness kind of... <laughs> yeah, and, and I like thing. Michael B. Jordan in that role. Oh, I think too. he does a good job, but just... I'm probably... I could f- probably flip this with Captain Marvel in my list. Mm, yeah. Like, either way sort of thing. Yeah. I haven't seen Captain Marvel enough to really have a definitive answer for that one yet. It's true. So, that's there. Um, number 13, I had Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12, I had Thor Ragnarok. Um, I enjoyed it, but not as much as a lot of people did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 11, I had Doctor Strange. Okay. I don't think a lot of people agree with me on that one, but um, I th- I think it's a watchable movie. You it? had it at what number? Number 11. <laughs> ah, look yeah, at that. Eh? I'm curious how many we're going to have the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 10, I had Guardians of the Galaxy. Number 9, I had Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Number 8, I had Captain America Civil War. These I had these flipped initially, and I'm like, I'm going to watch Civil War before I go back and watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Uh, number seven, I had Iron Man 3, okay. which was the first movie I ever saw with my darling wife. Oh, that's cute. I know, right? So it's always cute. number one in my heart. <laughs> uh, number six. Suck uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> number six, I had Spider-Man Homecoming. Enjoyed it. Not as much as these people, but no, it yeah. is a, a great movie. Yep. Uh, five, I had The Avengers. Number four, I had Captain America Winter Soldier. We are very similar in the top <laughs> Are we? Eight or nine. Okay. This has been my dilemma. <laughs> because. Okay. I'm going to go number. Th- and these will live in my head in no particular order. But I have to put one third and one first. And okay. I'm going to go. Iron Man. Number three. Okay. I, I it's a great movie. Anytime it comes on, I watch it. Yeah. See, Iron Man was gonna be my number one. <laughs> it could be. It could be, but I think I have to put the whole story of Infinity War and Endgame. Um, Infinity War goes two for me. I think Endgame is gonna go number one because it's just the the story just works across both movies. Yeah. Um, and like Endgame. 
there's just so much fan service in this movie for me, for someone who's followed these movies from day one. Yeah. Um, and you know, they tie everything up pretty well. My two favorite heroes get, you know, the, the best farewells. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed it. I've, I've watched it another two times since, (laughs) um, in the most legal way possible. Of course. It's the only way we watch movies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my list. Solid, solid. I agree with some. Um, I disagree with others. Well, let's uh, let's blitz through here. 22, I have The Incredible Hulk because I hated it. Mm-hmm. Number 21, I have Thor 2, The Dark World. Okay, we're just flipped on those. Yeah. Number 20, I have The First Thor. <laughs> we're tied. Number 19, I have Ragnarok. Okay. So I'm way different than most. Um, 18, I have Captain America. Again, way different. First, first Avenger? <laughs> yep, the first okay. Avenger. Uh, number 17, Iron Man 2. Okay. 16, Age of Ultron. Uh, 15, I have... Oh, we Cap- both had Age of Ultron at 16. Oh, we did? Yeah. yeah perfect. See, we're, we're pretty similar. Uh, Captain Marvel at 15. Oh. Uh, first Guardians at 14, which again is low by most people's standards. Uh, 13, I have Ant-Man. Okay. Uh, number 12 is Guardians 2. Slightly ahead of the first. Number 11, Doctor Strange. We're on the same wavelength there. Number 10, I have Black Panther. Okay. Number 9, Ant-Man and the Wasp. So we're the same there. No, I had Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, yeah, I did. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. And then number 8, I have Civil War. Yeah, we're still the same there. And then I think our 6 and 7 are flipped. I have Spider-Man at 7, Iron Man 3 at 6. Yeah, we're flipped. So I... I, Because I I basically based my list on... um, kind of which ones when I watched them like what made me feel like I liked them the most or yeah. you know less less had to do with kind of how they fit into the world and more kind of how I felt about them yeah um, so it might even be more subjective than yours mm-hmm. um, but that being said uh, so yeah Iron Man 3 at 6 number 5 I have Winter Soldier mm-hmm. uh, 4 I have the first Avengers yeah we were flipped there exactly and then 3 I have Endgame 2 I have the first Iron Man and finish it off with Infinity War. Really? Infinity War is your number one? I think so. Because when I first watched it, it blew my goddamn mind. Yeah. And I kind of, I like, I was literally sitting there, I was like, like, if, if I watch Endgame more, it, I'll probably get there and yeah. move up. Um, But as of right now, Infinity War took it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So our top ten are almost exactly the same. Yeah, we're very close. Because <laughs> yeah. um, which one... Uh, what felt what what would have fallen out that because we had the same movies in the top ten didn't we I think or the top uh, eleven no because yeah. I had Guardians of the Galaxy the first one in my top ten oh that okay. was number ten so what did I put in there that you didn't I had Black Gar- Panther that's what it was yeah you had it yeah okay yeah so that was kind of fun. Yeah, it was um, good. I apologize to people that don't want to hear like 25, 30 <laughs> minutes of, <laughs> of just sorry of MCU talk, but um, it was kind of neat. So we diverge a little, uh, ag- agree with some. Um, send us your list. Do it at home. Um, send Absolutely. Us I'd love to hear everybody's opinion yeah. on it. I'm curious about the um, consensus. You know, I don't think anyone's a super nerd like I am or anything, but um, <laughs> yeah. it'd be cool just to see like even how Or casual, even your top 10. Yeah, even whatever your top ten is, you know, whatever. Say you're a casual movie goer, and you just you kind of catch these ones in and out. You'll catch it on Netflix when it comes out. Like, yeah. I'd like to know what you think of them and how you perceive them. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. So yeah, we'll uh, move on slightly here. Um, what else Back to our regularly about? scheduled program. <laughs> exactly. Um, so kind of in world news, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, uh, had their baby today, I think. Or they announced it today. They had a baby. I don't know if you knew that. I, th- did, I think they announced it, didn't they? Probably. They uh, Last time I checked, they hadn't announced a name yet. Um, which is kind of weird to announce a baby uh, without the name. Yeah, but if it's unborn. No, no, it's 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 born. It's alive. Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. Mountbatten. What a cool Archie. last name. So they seriously named their redhead child Archie. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a redhead, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> they had to know. You had to. Assuming it ends up being redheaded, because yeah. mom is half black, so. Yeah, but look at that, man. That ginger is yeah. going to suck out all the soul. He's a, he's a full ginger. <laughs> 100% ginger. No wonder he's only, whatever, sixth in line for the throne. <laughs> <laughs> he gets kind of shafted, eh? Yeah, he's screwed. Um, and the more babies that um, Will and Kate pop out, yeah. pushes them even further down. Further down the line. Okay, according to this... Um, Prince Harry Meghan's kid is seventh on the line for the throne. Hmm. Not that it means a single goddamn thing. <laughs> no, who cares? Uh, the Queen we, doesn't do anything. The, me and the wife started Game of Thrones, so it just oh, did he? that's all. Care. That's all I kind of related to now. Yeah, actually, I, I just started reading Fire and Ice, which is the prequel set three hundred years before the events of Game oh, of Thrones. Okay. Again, written by George R. R. Martin, and oh. It's so good. It's uh, it's written in the style of um, what's that called? Uh, I think it's like the decline and fall of the Roman Empire. Sort of like it's like a classic history text. Oh, okay. Uh, it's written in the style of that, but kind of describing basically from Aegon the Car- Conqueror, um, basically up to probably the events of Game of Thrones. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. So basically, it goes like all the way back to the history of Westeros, kind of. From when the drag from the Targaryens when they first came to Westeros, yeah. And I'm a bit of a history nut in general, and I love the Game of Thrones novels. Uh, I'm not into the show at all, but um, the novels themselves, and so I'm. I didn't totally think into. I would be, but it's actually really catching me. Yeah. Maybe just because I haven't read the books. Oh yeah, if I hadn't, I probably would be hooked too. The first season, I watched the first season years ago. Um, I don't know because I kind of know more of the backstory. I'm just like. That just feels too brief and too, again, which isn't fair because yeah, but can't. it's TV, right? Exactly. So you have to. There's a lot that you can't do because you can't describe the background yeah. or describe it. But I think it helps that Sean Bean's in it and he's yeah. compelling. Is it's true? Eddard Stark. Are, are are you familiar with like the spoilers throughout? Kind of. I, I know some things that happen. I don't know everything. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, I don't know a lot of it, and I try to avoid it for whatever. If he does finish the books, yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Um, like I know about like the red wedding and shit yeah. like that, but I don't know. Oh, that was so epic in the books. What happens or, or who dies or who doesn't? Yeah. Or I've heard recently the show is getting a little like fan fictiony. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot more dragons and shit involved. Yeah, which might make sense in the course of kind of the story, but I don't know. Apparently, the writing's been a little bit questionable, and they really one of the recent episodes some production someone on the staff left. Uh, the coffee cup yeah <laughs> apparently like, they went back and they digitally removed it now oh did they yeah, yeah. well people people don't forget <laughs> yeah show with that kind of budget and you leave a freaking starbucks cup exactly. in the background 
Yeah, it's the small things, right? We spent $2 million on this episode. <laughs> well, you missed a cup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all the power to the people that are watching it, but I, I'm just not super into it. But definitely read that book if you're a reader. It's like 700 pages long, um, which sounds daunting. But <laughs> I started it on uh, Saturday afternoon, and I'm like, 480 pages in today Jesus. <laughs> and it's Wednesday who's uh, got the time man I just don't do anything else <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah my eyes hurt but yeah so back to monarchies um, the British monarchy does absolutely nothing um, so I kind of looked into how much Canada pays the monarchy uh, for those of you that don't know Canada still contributes to the British monarchy of course we do yeah because technically she's still our head of state we are a constitutional monarchy. As, I know that's what Britain is, but technically we are. We might be the same. I forget the term. Um, but as of 2016, um, Canada contributed 40, 42.92 million dollars to the crown. Wow, really? Yeah, and that doesn't include royal visits. Uh, so when they come here, and, and that doesn't include like gifts, and apparently we gave. million to, what was it, her jubilee or something? Like the 50th anniversary of Queen Elizabeth's reign. We gave uh, $7.5 million. Jesus. Um, Yeah. So there's no final price tag. Like this is when I think Will and Kate came to Mm -hmm. Canada. And it was going to cost us $137,500 per day that they were in Canada. Oh, my God. That, you know, the Canadian taxpayer has has to stomach. Jesus. So, uh, like, yeah, no, thank you. Like, yeah. I'm a sucker for a monarchy. Like, I love kings and, like, old school stories of feudalism and that type of stuff. I don't yeah. know. Like, I just, you know, yeah, I, I love it. Um, But, like, when you're paying for it and you don't really get any benefit from it. Like, yeah, what, well, like, really, what do we get out of it? Nothing. We get a person to put on our money. Yeah. <laughs> so? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what's the point? Yeah, it just seems kind of wasteful. And then we have to pay for, like, the provincial lieutenants, um, like the lieutenant governors that yeah. are, the provinces have, plus the governor general, which is, you know, also her money. And I think they, that's about, like, $7 million. That's included in the 40-something million, but... That's crazy. It's just, uh, I don't quite agree. <laughs> like it's, yeah. I mean, it's cool, but why are we supporting that? You know, it just doesn't... Yeah, especially when there's no benefit to us. No, it's just a figurehead anyways, especially even in Britain. Like, yeah, I think they said, where was I reading it here? They contribute something like 150 million pounds as of, it might have been around the same uh, here. Uh, Yeah, I think it's the same year. 150 million pound renovation for Buckingham Palace alone. Um, So they're paying 0.8 pounds per capita. Huh. Um, yeah, New Zealand is paying three dollars and thirty-two New Zealand money per person, which is a lot. Oh shit! And I, I think we were about a dollar ten per per or uh, per capita. Dollar forty-four. Where are you Oh yeah, per Can- uh, yeah Canadian per capita. <clears throat> so per a hundred people, we're spending a dollar forty-four to support the British crown. Hmm. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. So if that bothers you. <laughs> tough shit because <laughs> unless you change the constitution yeah. there's not much you can do about Ain't it nothing we gonna do about it nope um yeah I think the last time I didn't look into it but I wasn't really aware of the, our 
a Canadian history, but roughly about the same time that the loony, no, sorry, no, that the gay rights thing was um, changed or decriminalized in 1969. That was when um, Pierre Elliott Trudeau, Mr. Mr. Trudeau, mm-hmm. or Justin Trudeau's dad, um, was in power. And I think that was the last time that we opened up the constitution oh, okay. to be fiddled with. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the details, but that was roughly kind of when Quebec wanted to leave and oh, all that other stuff. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so New Zealand's paying a lot. <laughs> Australia's paying <laughs> slightly less, um, but it doesn't really help us. So no. again, if you don't like it, too bad. It's a long story short. No one cares about the royal baby. No. Well, some people shockingly do. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, Archie, Archie Bunker. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Monarchies are fun, but... They had to know. They had to know. Yeah. <laughs> Just assume that it'll be a genius. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we can... Oh, uh, thanks to the Two Idiots podcast. You're welcome, everybody. Sonic the Hedgehog is being redesigned. Absolutely. <laughs> so, due to social media backlash, <laughs> pretty heavy backlash, <laughs> um, the producers at uh, Paramount have decided to redesign Sonic to be the more iconic design from the as they should have done in the first place yep. though <laughs> i showed cat uh and she's not familiar at all with sonic yeah she wasn't a gamer um but i showed her the trailer and after watching the full trailer i kind of don't hate the, the idea of the movie like i kind of yeah. want to watch it i just don't like how he looks yes yeah. but then i showed her <laughs> the the cgi one from the trailer and then i showed her pictures of like sonic x from yeah. like the 90s and she's like it doesn't look that different i'm like Oh. It looks totally <laughs> different. Like, yeah, I mean, the legs are still kind of long, but but the, but the body's different. The eyes need to be different. Like, the head is the different. The eyes, like, the head, the ears are bigger. Yeah. Like, it Everything, doesn't have weird human teeth. Yeah, the teeth in, in itself. It's So she didn't quite understand, but yeah. I forgive her. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, uh, I mean, it's going to be hundreds of man hours. Oh, so. yeah completely redo him in all the movie scenes but and probably millions of dollars probably but what are you gonna do yeah you hopefully make those millions back hopefully now with the hype maybe they did it on purpose conspiracy maybe. theory conspiracy theory just thinking out loud here what if they purposely did it shitty waited for people to get mad and then they're like okay we'll fix it so that now people will go to see if they actually fixed it because i don't think they're going to re-release it before because they said um that we're going to redesign it for release so I wonder if they'll even show so they're not going to put out like a second trailer with they probably will but if my conspiracy theory is correct they won't <laughs> I mean it'd be yeah. smart not to cause yeah you get people talking right mm-hmm. so now it's on everybody's mind yeah 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 that could very well be what happens it's my very Alex Jones-esque uh, you know conspiracy a little bit revolving a little bit Sonic god damn Hollywood yeah so yeah so, They're so lizard people. Yeah. <laughs> God damn Hollywood. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess we'll do a quick little um, congrats to Ricky Ray on his uh, his CFL career. He yes. retired, was announced today, I believe. Um, 16 years in the CFL, four great cups, mostly with Edmonton. Well, actually entirely with Edmonton and Toronto. Um, so cheers to your retirement, sir. Thanks for your service. It was a hell of a time watching him. The bald egg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hell of a quarterback, though. He yeah. actually finishes number one all-time in completion percentage. Really? 68.2%. 
uh, which over a whole career, like to complete say, sixty-eight yeah. percent of your passes. It's true. I was trying to think how whether that was good or not. Um, where were the leaders last year in the CFL? Ooh, that's a good question. Small sample size. I don't size, even but, know. But uh, yeah, he finished with uh, four great cups. Like you said, 68.2 completion percentage, 60,700 passing yards. He's fourth all-time. Wow. And 324 touchdowns. He's fifth all-time. Jeez. Oops. Not NFL. You stupid. It's the computer. Um, but yeah, no, he had a great career. Always hated when, you know, my team would play against him. and <laughs> I think everybody hated when their teams would play against him. Absolutely. Um... And, like, kept it pretty consistent for most of his career, too. Yeah, well, clearly. <laughs> um, Are you having trouble here, Rich? Yes, I am. You see you see what I got to put up with here, Peter? <laughs> Shut like, up. Like, what is this? I what is what this? I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, this website's crap. <laughs> CFL, fix your website. This is real riveting. I know. Podcasting for the people, Rich. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they hung around through all our Avengers talk, then <laughs> that's <laughs> or all true. Our MCU talk, then very, very true. Um, well, that was useless. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Sixty-eight <laughs> percent is pretty good. Yeah. Congrats um, on a great career. Indeed. Um, and uh, yeah, no. What, uh, what else we got? What else is going on? Sportsy sports. Some hockey stuff. Um, St. Louis eliminated Dallas yesterday, which bummed me out. They did. Um, oh, here, completion. Uh, looks like the best last year was Trevor Harris. 70%. So, for Ricky Ray to maintain a 68% over the course of his career, over 16 seasons, with some questionable teams, especially in Toronto. Yeah. Um, that's very good. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, I know he had a hell of a career. Hell of a good um. Yeah, but like I was saying, St. Louis eliminated Dallas. Bummed me out a little bit. I was rooting for Dallas. Um, but St. Louis <laughs> in yesterday in the game, St. What was it? From the start of the second period, at one point, St. Louis was out shooting Dallas thirty-one to two. Oh to my god! Like they went like the first what they were like nine minutes of the third without a shot. They only took two shots in the second. Jesus! <laughs> they got blitzed. Um, I think Ben Bishop ended up making like 50-something saves. Wow, And they ended crazy. up losing in double overtime, which is a bummer. Um, but and as we speak, uh, San Jose Sharks are up 3-1 in Game 7 against Colorado. Ooh, boy. I don't know who I'm cheering for. I think I'm cheering for Colorado. But if San Jose makes it, then the Red Wings get, I think, another conditional second-round pick in the Gus Nyquist trade, which oh. is fantastic. Nobody cares about me. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than some stats. So who do we got left then? So you got Carolina is playing Boston. Um, yeah, Boston. Ugh. The Ugh. Bruins. We play hard. <laughs> Marshan. Brad Marshan. He's one tough son of a bitch. He's a rat. <laughs> He's, I hate him. Um, no rap, but goddamn, he plays hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Boston's in. I'm rooting for Carolina. Basically, since the first round, I've been rooting for them. I didn't actually... I think everyone's rooting for Carolina. Yeah. I didn't actually expect them to go anywhere, but they basically... When they make the playoffs, they go to the uh, conference finals. Hmm. 2002, 2006, 2009, 2019. Their last four playoff trips 
conference finals. Holy shit, eh? <laughs> They don't make it often, but when they do, they make it count. <laughs> now they got to break the curse. Yeah, well, see if they can win another cup. Um, but yeah, and then the West, it'll either be San Jose, Colorado versus St. Louis. So yeah, it'll be a fun series regardless. Oh, for sure it will. Um, I think, um, yeah, I think that's, uh, are we going to, we're going to get out of here. I think that's another episode of the two idiots podcast. Shove down your, your, ear holes. Um, so we'll stop violating your ears. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I try to, you know, be gentle to your ears, but <laughs> sometimes it just happens. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> we're going off the rails. <laughs> we're losing it. The ship's going down. Um, um, thanks this- again to everybody for oh. listening. And oh, as I spill my coffee. Yeah. Um, thanks again to everybody for listening. Um, you know, getting in touch with us, letting you know how you like the show. We the got show. a few reviews on iTunes, so yeah. that's awesome. I thank you to whoever put those them. out because <laughs> they're they're just like stars. There's no actual. Uh, but reviews. it said four reviews. Yeah, but I think it's just the just the rating and not. Uh, okay. Well, if that's the case. Anyway, cool. whoever it was, thank you yeah. very much. Much love, except the person that gave us one star. How dare you? Yeah. Show yourself. <laughs> Have mercy. <laughs> you are watching too much Game of Thrones, aren't you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, Reginald definitely. Weeb of House Weeb, first of his name. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Thank you for listening. If you did, um, feel free to spread the word. Find us on social media, as always, at uh, Two Idiots Podcast. Uh, send us emails at uh, Double Idiots Podcast at gmail.com. Spelled exactly as it sounds. <laughs> um, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, hopefully enjoyed our, our rambling for one more week. Yeah, absolutely. And I genuinely want to see some lists. So if people yeah. want to throw some lists up. Absolutely, yeah. We'll have, if you have some discourse. A couple of minutes, even your top five, top ten uh, MCU movies. Send them, send yeah. them our way. Let us know. Yeah, via Facebook, Instagram. Um, well, you could do Twitter, but yeah, yeah who cares about Twitter? Yeah, we're not doing much on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, I, was trying, I think I was going to say something. I forgot. Uh, oh yeah, we recorded a really interesting interview, a really fun interview on Monday, which we'll be dropping in a couple of weeks. Uh, we have another couple interesting guests on the horizon, so be sure to, uh, you know, keep your ears peeled, which sounds gross, but please do that. Uh, well, uh, yeah, come on back for more. Yeah, except not near Randy, because he'll, you know, take advantage of your peeled ears. <laughs> on that disgustingly creepy note, <laughs> we will we'll leave you be. Uh, thanks again. Uh, enjoy your week. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.